You are listening to the Mumgri Podcast with Lillian Umarunji-Jung and Isabel Alexander. One is based in Vancouver and the other, LA. Two besties from high school spill the tea on motherhood and share what's worthy of your precious time on the gram and Netflix. On today's show, we answer the question, do men have a ticking biological clock? And then on our Do It For The Gram segment, we are going to be covering all things BET Awards related, followed by our Netflix Pick of the Week. Here we go. Izzy, 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 how are you? Good. What's going on? I went to New West today. I haven't been there in 15 years, I feel like. It's been a long time. And uh, it's changed so much. It's, you know... It's it Vancouver, really Brooklyn. It is. It is really. It really has changed a ton. Like before, it was kind of a little bit sketchy, a little bit more run down. And I know yeah. when I was home more recently, it's it looks more like an affluent community. Like it's shit's expensive. There's a bunch of high rises being built and popping up all over the place. Yeah, it's actually really beautiful. We went to this park, and the floor of the park felt like I was standing on pillows. All oh, I kept thinking like to myself squishy, was, the squishy ground. Yeah, like made with, with tires. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's that's new. That's that new. That's that new shit. We <laughs> didn't we have were, that. We had gravel. We had slivers. Sand. I had a yeah. sliver every time I went home. Yeah, the wood the wood chips, you either had gravel or sand. And if you fell off the merry-go-round, which you probably did, because yeah. it basically was like a suicide attempt, <laughs> you're going home with a bunch of splinters. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember the rust. Like, I'm surprised not all of us had hepatitis B, like, off the bat. Like, oh, these yeah. these new parks have rope, like, really nice rope. I don't even think it's made with rope material. It's made with some new crazy stuff that just doesn't affect it's like your... It's kind of, like, fancy nylon. But Do you kids even get calluses anymore? Like, they don't, they don't even, even get calluses. No, they don't. Damn. And they have, I mean, at least out here, most of the parks have um like a covering or like a netting or something for shade so they ain't even out here getting heat stroke like we used to be yeah like a shaded area yes the shaded area over the playground i mean phoenix it was expected because you you just the kids are gonna fucking die they're gonna burn up they're gonna die they can't be they they have to go to the park after night yeah. They're like little vampires, like darkness <laughs> comes in the summer and then out you go. But yeah, out here, the park at Marley's Preschool has, uh, it's covered. It has a little shaded area over the, over the playground. The only part that's not shaded is the splash pad where they have like the water stuff. So unbelievable yeah. craziness. Wow. Yeah. 30 years. That's all it takes. 30 no years. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> Uh, so we have a lot to get into, first and foremost. Today we are super excited. We have a very special guest joining us to help answer the question, do men have a biological ticking clock the same way that women do? Welcome to the show, George. George is uh, someone who I've known pretty much my whole life, George Mapisi. I probably said your name wrong. Um, I've known George my entire life, and he's like a brother to me. And him and I have had many conversations about children and sort of that rush to have children. I wanted to ask him on the show today whether or not he feels like he has uh, a ticking clock that's going. 
So I guess we'll start with that. George, welcome to the show, first and foremost. How are you feeling? Thank you. I'm doing good. How are you guys? We're good. We're doing good. good. Uh, hey. Isabel's having birth or ha- having birth. She's wow. having a baby any day now. <laughs> it might happen right now. So. I thought she was in the hospital right now. <laughs> I wish I was, but I'm still pregnant. <laughs> um, can you quickly tell us about your night last night? You had a very uh, throwback night. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, that was a throwback concert uh, soundtrack festival out here in Edmonton, and uh, you had like Boys to Men headlining. They killed it. Uh, Shaggy definitely was. killed it. Luda, um, Maestro Fresh West, uh, Ashanti was supposed to be there, but I guess she had better things to do. Oh. Damn, Ashanti's supposed to be out here in a couple weeks too. There's like a, another kind of throwback, like with women. Like Ashanti, Maya, Tamia, like all these like old school randoms. Wow. Now, are these old school or are these just concerts for us now? <laughs> like, are we just kidding ourselves? Like, we're not going to any uh, other new concerts. They're they're old school. Are they? <laughs> we're getting old I school. I still play this music all the time. <laughs> we're getting old school. Yeah. <laughs> I keep the 1990s, early 2000 playlist on my phone and my iPod at all times. So it's the best music to drive to. You know, you're so right? comfortable, you're so relaxed. Yes. You're not road raging when you're listening to some nice R&B, you know? Unless Luda comes on. When you are <laughs> <road raging. laughs> yeah, yeah I don't want to sing that song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the only song that I memorized front to back with no mistakes is this is how we do it, Montel Jordan. Oh my That's god. I can sing that backwards, forwards. All right, let's hear it. I mean, not right now. <laughs> <laughs> not right now. Okay, so what was what was the demographic like at the concert that you were at? It was crazy. It was the biggest mix. Everybody was just having fun. It was no real set demographic. Like everybody was there. And and the thing is kids were allowed too. So oh. People were there, and their kids, and their uncles, and their aunts. Everybody. And everybody was dressed old. Well, most of the people dressed, uh, you know, in old school. It's pretty. Wearing all white. Yeah. No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I picture like a Bo Cruise when I hear (laughs) all those artists. I'm like, okay, you're on grass. Yeah. Right. People in white linen outfits wearing Kangol hats, like. Yeah. No, it was the biggest. And then there was like the Oasis tribute band and then some other bands I didn't even uh, see earlier. Wow. I yeah, like so fire. it was like, a, it was a big mix. That was it the was real fire festival. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, it was actually what you, nice. What did you think of Shaggy? I saw him a couple years ago when I was working the Zumba convention. He was performing. Yeah. Um, how, how did he do? He's so chill. Like, he's so, you know. Like chill, easy going, and he was interacting with the crowd like a lot. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, he's was, really good was, live. It was a lot of fun. You felt it. You know when the song came on, you just like, you know, close your eyes and you remember where you were when that song came out. You know? Did he I do it? it? Was it me? <laughs> it wasn't me. Yes, he did it. Nice. I like it. Yeah. yeah. I still say that to this day. Actually, oh, I feel like I feel like if that's I, like the line in my the house. Only way to say it. If you right. have to say, like, it wasn't me, like, you can't just say, like, it wasn't me. You have to, it wasn't me. 
<laughs> but you got me on camera. <laughs> yeah. We're definitely uh, so men in the world, do they have a biological ticking clock the same way that us women do? What are your thoughts on that? I wouldn't say it's the same, but we definitely do have one. So I, I guess yours uh, affects you more and and faster with us. I have heard that you can get like, uh, I guess, fragmented DNA in, in like sperm and things like that. So that's what causes, um, you know, issues with, with childbirth and after childbirth, maybe the child having issues and things like that. Right. So it's, it's scientifically, I've, I've heard about it. And then also, you know, you don't want to be old chasing around, you know, uh, a kid, you know? So if you're looking to have kids, I'd recommend right. it earlier. <laughs> Did you think yeah. that you would be a father at this age? I never, I never actually thought that. Like I've had friends who, you know, have that target and things like that, but I've, I've just kind of let it, you know, figure itself out kind of thing. Yeah. You know, leave it in the big guy's hands, you know? Yeah. I've never, I've never really had like a, a date where, yeah, you know, I have to do this. For you, what's like a cutoff? Like what what age do you feel like is like old to be still chasing around kids? Like what would you say would be like the hell like no? The like start, no, I'm not about start. I'm not about to be like in my late forties, early fifties and just now like with a newborn or a toddler. Yeah, I'd say, well, the way my body feels right now, chasing around a toddler when I'm like 45, that's going to be hard. So I was really surprised because I read this article uh, and I'll read some, some parts of it because I think it will shock all of us. So a 40-year review of medical literature has found that men also have biological clocks. Basically what they say is that after the age of 45, the age had appeared to affect how long it took men to get their partners pregnant. So this was even true for younger partners. So say you're so 45. under 35, like for the women. Exactly. So you're okay. 45 and you're dating a 35 or 25 year old. There was a struggle getting pregnant. Um, and then in cases where pregnancy was successful, the older male sperm was linked to more complications. So this kind of goes to what you were saying, George. Yeah, in one totally study, Yeah, and one study followed the results of over 40 million live births for a decade and found that older fathers put the pregnant women at higher risk of gestational diabetes and even premature birth. Yeah, miscarriages. Yeah. Miscarriages. And also... Uh, they said that there was an increased risk of newborn seizures, low birth weight, and admission into neonatal intensive care unit. So, just hearing that, like right away, just makes you think, you know. Wow, I never just even realized that. Yeah, and other other research found that the links um, uh, that the sperm, older sperm, linked to congenital heart disease, birth defects, childhood cancer, and neurocognitive disorders such as schizophrenia, autism, and obsessive compulsive disorder. So why this connection exists, they're still not 100% sure, but they do say that it's due to um, the degradation of a semen quality. So Yeah, so just like what he was saying, fragmented like DNA in the sperm. That's crazy because I've never really heard of this, and I think it's not really talked about. 
But for me, I know for women, they always say like, okay, well, after 35, it's considered like a geriatric pregnancy. But for dudes, it's like, okay, well, you can become a dad whenever. And it doesn't really matter. Like it's up to you. It's, It's on you if you're, if you want to be 60, like just starting out a family. And, you know, by the time you're 80, your freaking kids coming out of high school and whatnot. But yeah, you, you never really hear about these types of issues when yeah. men are getting older. So that's, that's, that's insane. Yeah. This, this quote was really interesting to me. It said, although it is well documented that children of older fathers are more likely to be diagnosed with schizophrenia, one in 141 infants with fathers under 25 versus one in 47 with fathers over 50. The wow, reason so is not it's, well it's understood. In mm-hmm. it's, it's in half. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, even the the chances of of giving birth between let's say thirty to forty is like cut in half. Apparently. Yeah. Today, uh, older men. You know what's interesting is that so Justin is in his forties, and I can say that when we went to the doctor to get ready to, you know, talk about having a child, there was no discussion about his age like nothing there was no sort of facts or information that was provided to us it was all about the woman it was all about me right it was all about okay you're in your early-ish 30s there's no warning Uh, or anything nothing no warning nothing and and so it's surprising to me that men have no idea and that you know, there's this huge void in recognizing that they're clicking biological clocks are happening too. Like, it's... Well, this is interesting too, because, you know, I'm a big Real Housewives fan and I was watching Real Housewives of Potomac and one of the couples wait, on there. Wait, wait, Ash- what? Did you say Re- Potomac? Yeah, Potomac. It's the one they're like in Maryland. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Is that and a new I was like, place where is that? that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they're on, they're on the, the East fantasy? Coast. They're like outside of, uh, outside of DC area. And we're like affluent community, but most of the, I mean, all the women on there are black, but, um, one of the couples, Ashley, she's in her early thirties, late twenties, early thirties, I believe. And then her husband is like in his sixties and they experienced a miscarriage and she's now trying to get pregnant again. They're doing all these like different crazy fertility treatments and she's going to acupuncture and things like that. And the, right. that was the, for the first time where I saw the doctor was saying, you know, he asked the husband, well, how, how old are you? And he's like, well, I'm 63, 64, 65, whatever the case may be. And he's like, okay, well, maybe you want to get your sperm checked too. And he was kind of taken aback because it's not really, they don't, wow. nobody ever talks about, about yeah. yeah, nobody ever talks. They always, they always worry about how old the woman is. Yeah. And well, and that's the, the thing today, older men over the age of 45 are more likely to have children, just like how yeah. women in their forties are now older and children, older right? too. Yeah. Yeah. Because kids, these kids are freaking expensive. So people are waiting. People, they are. People are waiting yeah. longer. And everything's expensive, right? So you don't really yeah. see. I mean, it's not as common nowadays as it was back in the 60s and 70s that you get married and you're like early 20s. And then by 30, you're already two kids deep. And you, you bought a Yeah, you got you got a house. You're, you're driving your kids to soccer and, and doing things like that. People are waiting yeah. longer because that's what they can afford. And that's the way their life is going. Yeah, that's also and, another thing I've always thought about. You know, like I want to bring in a kid into this world mm-hmm. when I'm financially stable and able to like support them and give them everything they need. You know? Yeah, yeah. And is that 
one of the like what are some of the things that that you think about that make you go okay you know what i need these to be in line before i can have a child because we hear so much about men who either you know they find the love they get married they have a child or they have a child then they get married or they have a child they don't get married like there's so many different scenarios that are all you know perfectly fine and 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 dandy but i know that you know just the same as women we have a ton of things that go through our mind that we want lined up before we i think everyone kind of wants like uh like the perfect setting you know like i got money i'm married like a house like a ready to go kind of thing Mm -hmm. but really like who said there is a perfect you know time or perfect uh you know um i guess life you know amen Mm -hmm. so you kind of just kind of go with it you know so but i think having you know an awesome relationship with somebody is something that's going to be you know big for most people right yeah definitely so at this point in your life, if you met somebody and they didn't want to have kids, would that be like a deal breaker for you? Um, I think so. Yeah, definitely. Um, cause if, if, cause if you, I've even thought of adopting as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if that's out of the, you know, out of the options, then that's, you know, something I'd probably, you know, think about definitely deeper, right. you know? So you know you absolutely want to you want to be a dad. Yeah, at some point in my life, you know, it's gonna head that's that. awesome. Now, what what's what I find interesting is I don't know about you, Isabel, but I know that for me, when I went to the doctor the first time to say, okay, I'm ready to start having, I'm ready to have a child, and I spoke about my age, um, and this was very very early on. I would say maybe five years before I ever became a mom they said you know do you want to freeze your eggs like is is this something that you're thinking about um if you're not necessarily ready at this exact moment and they sort of gave me that option right for men is there ever a conversation about about saving your sperm like sperm banking or just having your sperm set aside like I've seen that on TV, but mm-hmm. I've never actually heard about it in real life or like you know, when someone's done it. Yeah, yeah, I don't, and 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 that's the thing. I've seen it on TV, but I I feel like what you see on TV is like dudes who like need money, so they go to the sperm bank to donate. Yeah, yeah. right. I, but I, but not never, depositing their yeah, own so that they can actually yeah, where they're know, have sperm it for themselves. Yeah. For like I've never on. seen a commercial about it. I've never you know. Isn't that interesting? Like, that's isn't that crazy? Because yeah. you get ads for all kind of stuff. You do get the freeze your eggs. You can donate your eggs. You you yeah. get the, you know, when you're a big thing here is, of course, you know, I love free shit. So I'm registered for all this, like, freebies for the new baby and things like that. And they keep bombarding me with, like, cord blood banking, banking the, the umbilical cord blood and all this stuff and storage yeah. for it. But, yeah, I've never seen or heard of anybody talking about, well, I'm going to freeze my sperm because I'm not ready to have kids right now. But this is probably like the best time where it's most viable. So if I meet somebody down the road, like, and there's other issues that are going on, we have this as a backup. Like, I don't even know how much it costs for a yeah, day. Like, yeah. you, think, you think a lot of, a lot more people would use it. Like, you know, yeah. people, people going to war, like, 
things like that. Yeah. Like you never yeah. know, you know. Men under the age of forty-five, you can deposit your sperm and keep it, keep it on ice. You never <laughs> know. You never know what's gonna happen. You know. You never know. Yeah. Keep it Get cool. In a car accident. You never know. You know? Thank you so much for being on this show, George. I know that uh, you know you and I have had many conversations about women, children, the whole shebang. So I really appreciate you coming on and having this conversation with us. And by having this conversation, I think more men are going to be aware of what's available to them. And yeah, that it's going to open some eyes, definitely. Yeah. They don't have to, what does they say? One and done? I'm going to have to talk yeah, to my doctor tomorrow morning. <laughs> Everyone's going to be calling in first yeah. thing, 8 o'clock, um, 9 o'clock. Why haven't we had this talk? <laughs> <laughs> no, where, can I, where can I freeze my, where can I freeze my stuff at? <laughs> Everyone's gonna put their doctor on front of the street. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. And yeah. oh, actually, we do have a question for you. So yeah. we love to ask all our guests what their Netflix uh, binge is at the moment, or what their Netflix recommendation is. Do you have any Netflix recommendations for us? At the moment, uh, I'm watching Animal Kingdom. Oh, uh, I haven't seen that. Oh, it's I haven't seen a pretty wild family. And, How many uh, seasons? I'm on there? season. It's, it's season five just came out. Oh, dang. That's what I'm watching right now. So this is a binge worthy one. Yeah. Oh no, it's definitely. And then there, there's a few out there, but like there's the comedy ones you watch at night when you just want you know like background noise. Yeah. Um, Brooklyn Nine Nine, things like that. You know. Animal <laughs> Kingdom. I'm gonna have to throw it in the mix. Oh, definitely. You're gonna love it. <laughs> Animal Kingdom. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again, George. We appreciate you having this conversation with us and chatting right. with us. Thanks for having me, Don't guys. Don't forget to get that receipt on the deposit. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that receipt, digital Keep receipt. receipt. <laughs> All right. Talk to you soon, brother. All right. Bye. All right. Pop it on the gram. So BT is out here. It's happening. Yes, we, um, I feel like we were in some of the traffic yesterday. We went to the outlets towards commerce Mm -hmm. to do a little bit of shopping. And there's a lot of stuff happening, you know, through downtown because of the award shows, there's parties, there's pre-parties, all kind of stuff. So it's, it's been pretty busy out this way. Um, Regina Hall is hosting this year and... Who's been your Who's been your favorite host of all the hosts? Do you have a favorite host, or is there actually? Wait, better question: Is there an award show that you would host that you've always wanted to host? Would love to personally host the ESPYS. Oh yeah, yeah, that's more up my alley. Like I don't, I mean, I like music and whatever, but I would, I would much rather host the ESPYS. Yeah, that's my jam. What about I, you? I would want to, ho- I've always said the Golden Globes only because there's drinking involved, there's good food, it seems like everyone's having a good time, it's relaxed, it's not as, you know, uptight, and it just doesn't feel, everyone's still dressed up, but it just doesn't feel as constricted as all the other award shows. Right. Yeah. And I love film, I mean, I went to film school, so it's like... I can talk that talk, but I, I just feel like progression for you. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, but a, an award show that I would love to go to. Um, I mean, why not the BET Awards? Yeah, I feel like I would have some, a party. <laughs> there's always some some lit stuff happening at the BET Awards, so I feel like it would be nonstop shenanigans, and it's yeah. probably a really good time. I know that they're the after parties are lit. Um, Jamie Fox hosted last year. I love him. He can host everything. Yeah, I would pick so him I don't know why everything. they didn't have him again this year. And it's it's interesting because BET Awards, you know, so most of the other award shows will have the same host for several years. Mm-hmm. I find, but yeah, BET like they have somebody pretty much different every single year. I think that's kind of cool though. Like I like the fact that they give opportunity to everyone. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I mean, I love Jamie. I'll, honestly, like if he can host twenty years in a row, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I feel like that's kind of cool that they give both comedians and actors and because remember that one year it was will smith and jada like it was the family that hosted basically oh yeah 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 that that was cool and they did a good job and um i feel like queen latifah hosted for a few years from what i remember um and kevin hart hosted yeah i believe yeah so yeah, BET Awards I would definitely go to. Which award show are you staying away from? Are you giving the invitation back in the mail? Return to sender. Uh, you know what? Probably the Tonys. Oh, the Tony Awards. Yeah, really? It's not, it's not my thing. Uh, no singing? No Broadway? No. No, I'm not really into Broadway. No I don't... Miserable? No, no, which is interesting because, you know, growing up, I did a, I did do a lot of plays and things like that in school, mm-hmm. um, and I, I really enjoyed it. But, yeah, I like, I've never been to, like, an actual Broadway show or, like, a live play type of thing as an adult. So Oh, yeah. we have to go. I'm taking like... you. I'm, I saw The Lion King about 20 years ago, and I feel like I still talk about it at least yeah, once see, a year. Yeah, see, Lion King, I would obviously go see. Yeah. Um, I think that'd be lit, but yeah. My Miserable was incredible as well. Beauty and the Beast, insane. All all of them are great. I, I don't know. I feel like I would I feel like I would have fun just because they can sing in a way that is, you know, undoable by mm-hmm. myself. <laughs> yeah. Um so- I don't know which one I wouldn't go to. Uh, maybe Ooh, gosh. I think I would Maybe the maybe the SAG Awards, just because I feel like I like the Screen Actors Guild Award. Yeah. I feel like I wouldn't have as much fun as I would at all the other ones because I feel like it actually really matters. Do you know what I mean? Like they they yeah. just wrote probably the hardest piece of writing of their entire lives, and I feel like I would be that immature person in the back drinking champagne not taking it seriously <laughs> when yeah. I really should. So probably that award, I would say, I'll see you at the after party. Yeah. What's happening on the good old Netflix? Okay. So we covered this a couple episodes back. Um, and I did mention that it was picked up for a second season, but you on Netflix will be coming back out for season two. And I know we're talking about Netflix pick of the week, but it kind of goes coinciding with what's popping on the gram as well. There's been a bunch of people talking about um, articles and interviews that Penn Badgley, who stars in You, mm-hmm. has been 
in basically saying for fans to prepare themselves because if you thought he was creepy in the first season the creep level is about to go to fucking expert in season two there was an interview with him where it basically talked about how he some of the things that he had to do as this character physically made him sick after performing the scene so some shit's gonna get super super (laughs) creepy and now again if you haven't watched this it's about a guy who meets a chick at that it comes to buy a book at the bookstore that he's working at. And within minutes of her leaving, he has been able to completely stalk her uh, via Facebook and social media and start stalking her and, and starts a relationship with her. And it's just the progression of that. And it's really, 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 really creepy, but super relevant to how people meet and social media and like dating and things like that in today's day and age. It's so, about a creepy librarian with too much time on a, his head. Ba- yeah, exactly. It's about <laughs> a super freaking creepy library dude who's spending too much time in the book stacks and just haunting people's lives. So keep your eyes out for that. Um, and then it's not really on Netflix. I feel it's like really- I have so I feel like I have so many questions that I want to ask you that will definitely ruin the show for me. But I want to hear it from you rather than watching it. I feel like it's more entertaining for me. Like, I want to know, was the library busy at the time when she walked in? Did she go there frequently? Was it her every... No, it was her first time going in there. Wow. And it's not a library. It's a bookstore, right? A bookstore. So she's going there to buy. um, And it's an older bookstore. And they're set in New York City. But, Mm. yeah, it was her first time there. And like I said, he within within five minutes of meeting her and they had a sh- short exchange, as most people do. If you think about, you know, you're going to the grocery store and you right. talk people to your don't cashier. Talk that much anymore. Yeah, you talk to your cashier and then that, that's it. Well, imagine like that cashier that has now looked you up on Facebook and starts stalking you and, and starts popping up places coincidentally. Do you think people like, do that a lot? I, I think that it, it's too easy to do that nowadays. That I have not done that. I don't have time for that. No, but <laughs> I think that, yeah, people probably do. Yeah, I don't understand that. Like, you meet someone and then they, they walk away and you quickly find them on IG and then you try your darndest not to tap like and then and then they're in your feed if they're public. Like, I don't, it's just too much. Like, I don't, it's too much. It's too <sighs> much. But it, it, it really, like, the whole basis of the show is that he met her and their exchange was just something that was short. And quick and sweet, and you wouldn't expect anything to come out of it. And it's a, a, an exchange of conversation with some something that you would have multiple times a day with somebody anywhere that you're and buying something they, from. And, and, and then they, it just progresses. Do they give a backstory on him, or is he immediately a creep on the show? You kind of learn how creepy he is as the show progresses. Hmm. So you get like bits and pieces back into his life and about his ex-girlfriend and things like that. It's a really, it's a really good, again, it was my Netflix pick of the week a few weeks back. It's, it's a really good binge watch. Everybody needs to watch it, especially since season two is going to get ready to come out. And when does it drop? Does it drop this uh, fall or? I think it's dropping this fall. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I'm going to watch it just because I just, I want to have a conversation about it. Yeah, you need to. (laughs) Speaking of throwbacks, so I know that we've been plugging When They See Us a ton, but I did finally have time to sit down and watch When They See Us Now, which is the Oprah Winfrey special where she 
interviews all the cast and then the real life uh, people, the real life guys. And it's incredible. Ava is on the panel and she talks about the film and her choices that she made throughout the film. And it's just one of these things where you watch it and you you're studying the relationships between these guys and where they're at now. And it's very moving. So just if you have a minute, it's actually it's an hour long, but it's worth the hour just to learn about what these guys actually felt about the film and how they're going forward in their lives and yeah, what they're doing now. And it is on Netflix. It is on Netflix. So it's called when they see us now and Corey wise. So I just started following him on Instagram. Corey wise is out in these streets of New York. And what I am loving more than anything is people are stopping, taking photographs with him. He's smiling from ear to ear. Like it's, the joy that he's bringing to people is it's palpable. Like you just you feel it through your screen and he's just out in the streets and getting so much love. And I'm glad people are showing him love because after all the fuckery that he's been through, you would expect for him to just be this uh, yet another angry black man mm-hmm. who's been irked by the system. So it's, mm-hmm. it's great to see that he's out there living his best life, despite all of the horrific things that he has been through. Yeah. So Hashtag Corey Wise, you'll see all the photos with him, with people all over New York. It's it's incredible. He's, he's everywhere. Um, and yeah, that's that's pretty much it. That's all we have for this week. Oh, and big round of applause to you. Baby is arriving very, very soon. Can't Any day wait. now. Any day. Hopefully it's tomorrow. Jesus, take the <laughs> wheel and drive it fast. <laughs> I want it to happen while we're, while we're recording. That's my, <laughs> my big wish. I just want you to be like, Click. <laughs> Gotta go. Right. And you get a text. Hashtag I'm in labor. <laughs> oh, gosh. If that happens, don't text me. Just let me know when the baby arrives. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much for tuning in. Stay connected with us at Mumgree on social media and keep the conversation going. Let us know what you like on Instagram, uh, on Instagram and also on Netflix and TV and we'll share it. All right. Stay Mumgree. Stay Mumgree.